welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. This week's episode is brought to you by us talking. Us talking. Without us talking, you wouldn't be hearing any of this. Us talking. Recently acquired my voice, which came back after having the flu. Us talking. On this week's episode, we're still sort of playing a little hurt though, as I'm about 75% recovered from the flu, and KJ is also under the weather. So we're just gonna do one giant segment of nonsense. We'll start out by talking about sickness, including the fact that practically everyone we know has been sick, which has led us to become sick of this winter season. Up next, we'll get into the Olympics, both winter and summer, and we could not talk about the Summer Olympics without getting into USA Gymnastics, so we'll talk serious about that for a minute before we finally finish it up with your feedback. If you would like to send us feedback, it's at SpeakTangents on Twitter or email us at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. In a week, week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happen. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So what is up this week? Well, good is up, I think. I mean, we're we're both here. Really? Well, is that good? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> talk to me at the end of this. Yeah, really. Yeah, the sickness so I, finally got me. Oh, yeah. I got sick it's Super Bowl Sunday, and I'm still sick. Was it because of the halftime show? I don't even know if I could stop laughing right now. Um, no, I actually got sick early in the day. And so <laughs> then wound up lying down all day watching the stupid Super Bowl prep all day. Because oh, I couldn't like do anything stuff? else. Yes. Oh, that's I I didn't watch a second of that, and it's usually terrible. Well, you didn't miss year. anything. I mean, it's just how do you fill that many hours? They're good stories, but after a while, you just can't watch it. It's just unwatchable. The answer is yeah. The answer is you don't fill that many hours. You put on other stuff. I know they they never learned that. Mm-mm. The best thing I saw was the puppy bowl. Really? Oh, I love the puppy bowl. It's puppies. I didn't know they were still doing that. Yeah, they are. Yep. But you. Yeah, so isn't that like some form of dog fighting? No. Oh, there are <laughs> not at all. Is there really of like I, okay? Explain to me the rules of the puppy bowl. How does this work? Because I've I've heard of it. I, I mean, I'm I remember what like twenty years ago or so they started doing it. The puppy bowl. I guess the only rules are. Um, I don't think they if they actually got in a fight, which I don't think that ever ever happened, they wouldn't allow that. But you know, it's basically. They throw puppies on this small football field, makeshift football field, and have them have them play a game of football, where which means toss the ball and go fight each other for it. Oh, okay. So, do they have like a Dalmatian as a referee? No, they had a real live person with the referee, and this year he called a penalty for intentional growling, which I thought was, of course, funny. And <laughs> I, I can tell by Thank your you. reaction. Thank you. That's been our podcast. Thanks for tuning in and listening. To you. <laughs> Uh, but they do it for cheesy. It is, but they do it for um, to w- raise awareness for adoption for for animal adoption. So That's apparently, good. they make a lot of money. I don't. I don't. I think it's a New York based adoption. Is it a pay per view thing? No. How, what 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 channel is this on? 
I think it's on Animal Planet. I didn't watch oh, the actual pup, Puppy Bowl. I guess I really watched just a story on the Puppy Bowl. I don't get the Animal Planet. See, I only get the NBC, Fox, and ABC. So mm-hmm. that was what I was stuck with, lying down or laying down. Is it lying or laying? Lying. Lying if down. You were, if it's you yourself, it's lying down. If I'm you're lying myself down. Placing something, it's laying. And I'm going to lay this blanket down, right? Yes, okay. that is correct. I thought I had that, but you know, I'm. I'm going to th- lay down this beat. Yes. yes while I'm lying yeah. on the floor. Yes. Uh, you know. Shoot! Once I lay down this beat, everybody's going to be lying on the floor because they ain't going to be able to stand up to its awesomeness. Yes, exactly. You know, that's how that's how you could use those two words. Well, I didn't. I thought I had it, but you know, last week I wasn't on any drugs, and I was kind of mm-hmm. all over the place. Well, this week I'm on drugs, so this could be a complete <laughs> disaster. I am not on drugs anymore, uh, but I am still recovering from this flu. It's been like two and a half weeks now, and they say three to four weeks is what the doctor told me on average until you feel normal. I'm probably about seventy five percent now. Oh, good. I'm I'm about forty five percent. But I went good. to the doctor earlier this week. They said I did not have the flu. They thought That's I good. had an upper respiratory infection and probably a sinus infection. But oh, I'm good. just zapped. I tried yeah. to go to work. I had to leave early. And then two days later, the Hall of Famer, we had to take the Hall of Famer to urgent care, who does have yeah. influenza. Uh, so now those germs are in here. So this house is a quarantine situation right now. I hope you're, hope you're dosed up high on vitamin C. Oh, yeah. I've been drinking those emergency packs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It was like a thousand percent per serving or something. Yes. So it it hasn't been fun here. But, you know, here (laughs) I'm here. I just don't know what I might say. Well, pretty much the same for me, because even though I have I'm on the mend, I'm on the rebound. I'm coming back. um, Still have probably another week to get back to full strength. Everybody else in my house has been sick this past week. I had to take my son to the doctor. Spent four hours there yesterday because they wanted to do all these blood tests and x-rays because they were concerned. Oh, no. He's been sick on and off for like a month now, and he has uh-huh. asthma. So it's real. He's real, you know, higher risk for like pneumonia and that to cause problems with his asthma and interact with that and all that stuff. Yeah. And so um, they wanted to do chest x-rays and, and check for secondary infections because his fever came back after being gone for like a week and a half. Um, and they think now it's just another, you know, upper respiratory infection. He had a sinus infection before, so now just spent the entire day yesterday doing that. And, you know, Jason's wife is now sick, too, with the same kind of upper respiratory infection. Hopefully neither one of them – he he was negative on the flu test, and I think she had the flu, you know, a month or so ago and just didn't go to the doctor. Uh-huh, they, had the, yeah. they all had the flu shot, so it was reduced symptoms with them and duration. But because what – the symptoms they had when they were sick back in December were exactly the same as what I had with the flu a couple of weeks ago. It was just mine was like way, way, way exponentially more pronounced and worse and lasted longer just because I didn't get a flu shot like an idiot. So, Well, you're also older than your kids. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of it, right? <laughs> the recovery yes. process. Yeah, it does take longer to recover. Um, Did they actually but, give you a nose swab test for the flu? No. She said you have the flu. Yeah. Well, they did for the Hall of Famer, but um, yeah. that was that looked to be quite unpleasant. I don't know that I'd want to do that. No, no, no. They did it to my son, and he was, like, not happy. Yeah. And, of course, she she dropped it on the floor before she put it back in the oh, thing. Oh, no. I'm thinking, did they have like, to do oh, it I, again? 
she said, no, I don't really want to do that again. I was like, okay. She goes, it's, it'll still show up if it's on there. It just might show up with other, a bunch of other stuff that we'll have to ignore if it picked up any bacteria off the floor. <laughs> oh, gosh. And I was like, great. This is, that was the first thing that happened when we were there out of our four-hour journey. Yeah, you're like, so oh, great. What, yeah, is, is, what else is in is store? But he's, he's fine. He's okay. Nothing, like no secondary infections, no pneumonia in his chest. So it's good. great news for that. So it's because he... The problem, you know, for people out there that have asthma or, or know people or have family members that have asthma, it goes downhill real fast when you get mm-hmm. any sort of upper respiratory infection or sinus infection or especially chest infection, like pneumonia type stuff. You you go from, hey, I'm fine one day to I got to go to the hospital the next day. Yeah. So yep. thankfully he's not wheezing. He's he's going to be okay, I think. So we just got to watch him through tomorrow. And if his fever goes away before tomorrow or, you know. He seems to be doing better tomorrow. He's okay. But if not, then we still have to take him back to the doctor. And everybody, literally everybody that I know has been sick at least once or twice in the past like three or four weeks. Everybody. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And I don't know what kind of strain of upper respiratory infection is floating around in Georgia, but I don't know. It feels like the flu to me, what I've got. Yeah. It'll mess you up in the head. Yeah. I had that yes. a few weeks ago. I, like not a few weeks, a few months ago, right at the beginning of winter. And and then got the flu, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and the flu way worse because of the body aches. But yeah, yep. still, yeah, even just like what I would consider most people would call a cold, just a virus, upper respiratory infection, mm-hmm. it knocks you out for a couple of days. Yeah, well, I'm going on day five. This is because I am old. <laughs> You're a man. I am a man plus one. Plus one. I'm a man plus five almost. <laughs> I'm in. My birthday is this year, which I mean, my birthday's every year. But okay, thanks for clarifying. My birthday, yeah, my birthday this year, um, I will be closer to fifty than to forty. If you want to round up, so. And uh, <sighs> how are you feeling about that? Oh, I'm fine. It's just a number. My body okay. feels old as with this sickness and this flu right now. Um, I hope I get back to a hundred percent. Oh, it's, you will. It's, it's, it's where I'm like, is where I'm at right now. Is this, is this my life? Is this where I am? You know, am I, is my ceiling reduced from here on out because of this flu? Is like, it feels like <laughs> yeah. it's taken, you know, years off my life. Yeah, I know. That's how it feels over here right now, too. Yeah. So is anything else been going on? Any, any good news? Um, we watched the Super Bowl, sort of. And you said you did. I, you watched like probably eight more hours of Super Bowl than I did. Yes, I watched the Super Bowl and I was feverish. So, yes. but I do remember most everything. I thought it was a really good game. Yep. Uh, well, I, I guess you can really you need to say entertaining if you're going to be a um, go right down and dirty football analysis. It probably wasn't a good game because neither team played any defense. It was a good offensive game. Yes, I I found it, it quite entertaining to those who like defense. Yes. Yes, it was. And I was happy with the result. I like it when an underdog wins. Totally. I was glad to see somebody other than New England win because they Sorry, just, Patrick, they had enough. John they, and Michelle yeah. and all it's, those New England fans. Nothing against them. It's, it's they've won enough. Yes. Somebody else have has, enough? needs a turn. <laughs> Share the wealth a little bit. And one good thing about, it wasn't just Super Bowl. But earlier in the day before the actual national coverage came on, mm-hmm. I was watching local coverage and it was I didn't think I'd feel this way but I was pretty proud of our state we 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 hosted a good 
a Super Bowl. Lots of good things that people said about Minnesotans and yes, it made fun of the cold, but I think it was a really good week. It was fun to watch all the local shows and what, what was happening in downtown Minneapolis and St. Paul. And uh, I think uh, Minnesota represented itself well. Cool. I read a news article that said restaurant owners were very unhappy with how things turned out because not only did all the millions of dollars that they expected that they were promised by the whoever, you know, talk to the NFL, you know, whatever committee went to the NFL and got the Super Bowl to come there to Minneapolis, people mm-hmm. were, they had promised these restaurant owners like downtown around the stadium, oh, your revenues will be sky high. This will be the best, you know, weekend, best week of your, you know, your restaurant's life. And people were like, actually, we were down about 50% in our profits and our traffic was down about 75% because the locals stayed away. Right. And the people that came in didn't come because it was so cold or, or, you know, because they weren't used to the cold or they stayed in their hotels and ordered food in and stuff. And so they were like really upset. (laughs) And I'm like, it's almost nowadays, like with the Super Bowl and the Olympics and these giant, you know, events where you have people from all over the world in the case of the Olympics coming into a area that they're not used to being, you know, just new coming, new people coming in that it's almost not worth cities hosting this stuff anymore because it's they're like they're building stuff, especially in the case of the Olympics where stuff you right, know, yeah. that they end up having to tear down like 10 years later or whatever, and that they don't really get any use out of it's, and you get this influx of people that are just causing more traffic and more mm-hmm. turmoil and, and it's, it's almost like it's not worth it anymore. Well, especially the Olympics, building all that stuff, oh, yeah. that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, I mm-hmm. realize you have to do it for the venues in order them to be functional, but right. I have not seen what the overall, I mean, I know they were projecting billions of dollars of profit for Minneapolis, but I don't really know. Right. I did see stories about local stories saying locals don't. Just keep going to the restaurants because they're actually expecting them to be more empty this week. Get down there. I was I was hearing them say that the lo- on local TV. So apparently the locals did not get down to the restaurants, according to what you read. I didn't read that. That was just one article. I, hopefully what happened is more profits came in in other areas and that it doesn't turn into a why are, why are we ho- like it is with the Olympics? Why, why are we hosting the Super Bowl? Why are we even trying to do this? Is this, is yeah. this worth it? Yeah, I wouldn't want it, the Olympics anywhere near this area. Although oh, no. I would say that, you know, that'd be a good place for the Winter Olympics, but wouldn't you think? I know that Salt as, Lake City as had it. snow as you've yeah. had lately, yeah. Oh, we've had a ton of snow. <laughs> uh, too much snow, actually. <laughs> I don't mind some snow, but this, it's been, when you have to pay a plow, someone to plow, you prefer one big snowstorm and that's enough. But yeah, we've been sense. getting... An inch here and there, just enough so that the postman will not come up the driveway unless we pay the plow guy to plow. <laughs> and we're supposed to get another inch tomorrow. And it's like, come on. I'm ready for winter to be over. Yes, me too. The sick, the, the, the germs and the viruses and the flu and the sickness is just too much. It's been unbelievably ridiculous this year. And I'm ready for springtime. I'm usually, I usually love fall and winter. That's like my two favorite seasons. Now I'm ready for spring and summer. I'm ready for spring. And I, now that the, you know, the winter Olympics just started and I wonder why they don't start that earlier, like in January where people are a little bit more high on winter. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) this is just a different year because of all the sickness and stuff, but I'm, this is winter Olympics. It's 
February is supposed to start to get some snow melt by the end of the month, although probably will not happen here. Yeah. I used to love the Winter Olympics as a kid. Now I couldn't give a crap about it for some reason. Well, I've been I've been lying around a lot and I watched some of the Winter Olympics. I saw um, Nathan Chen did not have a good performance on figure skating. He was I the, not know who that is. He's supposed to be the the big gold medal winner for the U.S. and he mm. didn't do well. Um, did he fall down? He did. He fell oh. down. Yeah. So he he's going to try to battle back. He's got two more programs. And I saw moguls. Moguls are insane. People that ski yeah. moguls, those are crazy. Yeah, it seems like they they're going to have like knee and ankle and hip problems yeah. when they get older. Well, the knee the knees do look like they're they're if. It's really not that hard on the knees unless there's a um, the person makes a mistake because you're really just absorbing. It's just absorbing. Right. But yeah, I mean, I don't think they're any harder on knees than regular skiing would be. No. It looks ridiculous. It looks like, yeah, what are you doing? It's crazy. I would not be able to walk for about a week after I tried to do something like that. <laughs> I'd probably break no. my back. I can't ski. I've tried. I'm not the best. I can. It's just, it's never been really fun to me. So now I go to snowshoeing because at least I don't fall down every other step. <laughs> like I've done cross-country skiing. The only Winter Olympics I've been keeping up with is uh, following what Liz Clark tweets about and stuff she's yeah. saying, which yeah. has been fun and interesting. That's That's yes. been the most interesting part to me. And the only, so the only thing I've been following is her. Well, I'll still... I'll still probably be lying down today after we wrap this up because this will probably zap all my energy and I'll be watching more Olympics than I care to, I think. Now, let me ask you this. Is it actually more live stuff happening on TV now than because I remember, was it two years ago at the summer or maybe four years ago at the last Winter Olympics when NBC was doing it where they were like people were really complaining because nothing was n- none of the cool, good stuff that people actually wanted to see was live. It was all we're Tape delayed, right. and delaying it, saving it for prime time. No, Is I think still it's still that. I think it's live, and I think that you, if you have so. like NBC Sports, yeah, channel, you can watch it live, like full coverage. NBC is still is still at night. Like, I take that back. I think the opening ceremonies will be tonight, mm-hmm. but they've already occurred. Yeah, I've seen pictures on Twitter. Yeah, this, this is what we. Live but in I don't think the actual NBC. events are like that. But maybe they are. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think a lot of it is. I've seen a couple of people complaining about it. The reason I asked is because I don't know for sure. So I was asking what you have seen as you know someone who is lying on the couch watching. Yes. Um, well, what I, I saw last night was live. Okay. Well, because Liz yeah, was night, it makes tweeting about because, it in cur- in yeah. real time. Uh, and see, that's the thing. We in the last ten years, the world and the internet and our how people follow events and how people on social media view things it's changed so much to in the moment that you cannot tape delay anything anymore. You can't. No. You have to show it. And even if it's like streaming, I mean, set up, set it up on your website to stream so people can watch it live and don't try to save everything for prime time. Now, right. The reason, the thing that I dislike and the reason why I stopped, I feel like what getting into the Olympics as much as I got older is because of what you mentioned about the Super Bowl halftime, not Super Bowl halftime, the Super Bowl like intro 
run up to the Super yeah. Bowl, the six yeah. hours of coverage, where they go, and here's his story. And they play like some slow piano music yes. in the background. And yep. it's a soft focus fade in. And it's some guy sitting at a desk, you know, with his hand on his head. And it's like, he didn't know where he was going to go or what was going to happen or he thought this was the end of his career. And then it's like goes through this like story and it's like a 15 minute like piece. Yeah. What I consider a puff piece uh-huh. on, yeah. you know, overcoming obstacles and coming back and here's his shot or here's, you know, her final chance or, you know, she got kneecapped by three thugs, you know, <laughs> following all that tiny hard. Yep. Yep. Anyway, all that stuff. I don't care about it. Oh, well, it's definitely all puff pieces. That's what I saw See, on Sunday. I don't mind if they do like one or two of those, but I feel like the telecast went so heavy into that that I'm just like, just show the event. <laughs> yeah. Just show the event. The event, sports, the great thing about sports is the drama comes from the event itself. Who's going to win or lose? It's not scripted. Right. The scripted puff piece, you know, let's look at where they came from and this touching underdog story. Say, you could do that in a couple of sentences. The announcers could do that as the event is happening, especially in some of these longer, like the some of the skating events when they're skating around the circle about a hundred times. Mm-hmm, yeah, give them something to talk about because that's kind of boring. It's like watching NASCAR to me. It's sort of boring. Um, but if the announcers are talking about that kind of stuff there, I, I don't need a fifteen-minute produced piece on that stuff. It's, maybe it's just me, but I, I want to see just the events. I'd rather them show more actual sports and less this junk hype drama. You know, we're going to manufacture some drama kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't mind the. I don't mind getting to know a little bit of personal story behind some of the players. Um, but when it gets to be an all day thing, like I witnessed on Sunday, it was a little yeah. much. Uh, but speaking of announcers, I think. Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir, they, oh, yeah, they're, they they're the, the ones skating, that do right? the figure skating. They are yeah. so great. Yeah, I'd love to see them announce NFL that. games. That would be cool. I mean, I mean, it would be nonsensical, I have a feeling. Yes. <laughs> like if you took, you know, Collinsworth and Al Michaels, well, not Al Michaels, but if you took, you know, what's his name, Nance. Or Romo, that everybody Mike, hates Michaels. on Romo. No, Romo is awesome. He had a bad game. I just happened to see the one bad game that he had was the only half that I watched this year. And so I was like, what is this? And everybody that I was like, what is this about? You know, everybody was saying he's great was like, yeah, he's he's off today for some reason. Um, Yeah, he was kind of off that day. Yeah. But if you took like them and put them to announce figure skating, it would be about the same as if you took Lipinski and Weir and put them on a football game. It's just like it's. It would be fun to me. It'd be interesting, but you you would you get more of you know what is going on instead of you know actual <laughs> correct analysis, yeah, right? Which would be very. I think It'd that would be entertaining. It'd be a good crossover to do once or twice. Yeah. Well, if but you yeah, have... I saw I saw a picture of the two of them along with the other third guy that I have no idea who he is. Who was like, it was like here's their first, you know. The first thing they're calling, it was like yes. a shot of them on camera. <laughs> this guy's wearing like just a normal looking, you know, yeah. CEO business looking suit. And they and were the not. the two of them looked like they were actually going to get out on the ice yes. and skate together. They like kind of matched. They were blinged it was, out. It was hilarious. They Their their heads, headsets were full of, what is it, bedazzles? Is that what it's yes. called? The bedazzler yeah, like machine? Sequin, or, like glowing yes. little sequin things. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I I appreciate that. They should be themselves. That's what. Yeah, they they're pretty good. It made me laugh. Yeah. And and if you the other guy that if you haven't, I was thinking about this earlier, Johnny uh-huh. Mosley. Do you know who he is? 
Uh, he's a skier, right? Skier. Well, now he, mm-hmm. he does um, commentary for this. He was doing it for oh. the moguls. And he reminded me of Romo. And I don't know if Twitter is ripping on him already like they do Romo. But, I mean, Romo, I think, is great. But he's been ripped on all year by somebody on Twitter. You know, everybody's been ripped on by somebody on Twitter because Twitter yeah. is trolls central but yeah 50 percent trolls 50 percent actual people yeah but the thing the thing with romo though was that that one particular game is the only time i really saw people like going what yeah. is he doing well, he was because doing it was like he had been i don't know what he had been so good apparently all year from every what everybody was saying and then that it was like he lost his mind for that game i wonder if it was it was his first playoff game well you know how romo is in the playoffs i know yeah, I he think you, hate, you could, tweeted that, didn't you? Was it you that yes, tweeted that? Yeah. <laughs> Me and probably 500,000 yeah. other people. Um, but Johnny <laughs> Mosley does the same thing. Like he goes mm-hmm. way over the top and gets super excited. And you don't know if something good is happening or if the guy's about to crash. It's he's entertaining, but I can see people to me. It just reminded me of Romo because Romo gets really excited. Yeah. The only what you are literally paid to do is describe the action and put into words with some, you know, expert analysis. Since you know how the person's feeling or, you know, the situation or you can read what's happening. Romo, what I think what he's been great at is going, okay, watch for this right here because this is coming up next because he can. Yes, he nails it. He can read it. And that's. That's what you. That's what that person's job is. Not oh, ooh, and they can get excited, mm-hmm. but do it. Let it come out in a way that is intelligible and actual. Use your words. Yeah. Because if you're not doing that, I mean, you could put any knucklehead in there going oh, ooh, yeah. it's the same thing. Hire me now, please. I'll do it. Yeah. So I don't but, know if you could hear my daughter in the background yelling. She's home today. Yeah, she's I did. Watching My Little Pony videos behind me. <laughs> when I just called awesome. some knucklehead, she's like, hey. <laughs> Well, Johnny mostly does get excited, but he does eventually get to his point. But he's like, oh, now and here he's in trouble. But his inflection doesn't change if he's in trouble or if it's something good. So, <laughs> it, uh, it's Oh, he's at the gate. He's about to start his run. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, it's funny, though. So did you watch? What was he your- had a ham sandwich for lunch <laughs> with some potato salad on the side. <laughs> uh, if, so if you get a chance, listen to him just sure. once. Yeah, um, I, I will probably at some point turn on NBC. Um, I'm trying to think in because like in summer Olympics, I watch some of the swimming. I love and I love the track and field, and the rest of it is just kind of like whatever. Um, for well, I love Olympics, the bobsled. Oh, you're talking yeah, about summer cool. Olympics? Yeah, summer Sorry. Olympics. I'm talking about uh, in winter. I I like like the craziness. I like like the um, the giant slalom or whatever it's called. The one that Lindsey Vaughn does that you know. At any second, they make yeah. one like it's like razor blade thin margin where they go one way instead of another, uh-huh. and they're tumbling like it, yeah, looks broken like, you know, legs and yes. Ooh, well, you rough. hit on it. I don't when want you said craziness. You, yeah, I mean, but that it's is that, crazy. It's that thrilling, you know, race against the clock kind of stuff that I like. Where in the in the Winter Olympics, but I'm not really into figure skating to be honest. No, no, not, no, no. I wasn't either. I don't, and I know most people are. And like Summer Olympics, similar, like a lot of people are into gymnastics. I'm not really into gymnastics. I appreciate that the insane amount of talent and ability and just dedication and practice that it takes to get to even do any of that remotely. Mm-hmm. And I think gymnastics and figure skating are similar in both of those things. It takes strength and, you know, power and finesse and grace and just the dedication is, I mean, if you don't start from like basically a three-year-old doing, doing either one of these things, you're probably not going to make it to any world-class level ever. 
So right. I mean, it takes yes. it's 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 your life. So I appreciate that. And basically, some judge from Russia could then say, "No, I didn't really care for this," and 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 do you under because he hates your country? Uh huh. I know, which is yeah. insane to me. Yep. That's maybe why I think I'm not into gymnastics or figure skating. Well, but were you, because I'm not usually into figure skating, although the announcer right. team of Lipinski and Weir makes me a little more yeah. interested. But when, I appreciate what they do, yeah. When I, wa- I was super into it when Nancy Kerrigan and Harding were, after that was going on, I was into it that year. I was watching and following the insanity of all that, but I still didn't watch any of the Olympics. Oh, year. I did. Not the biggest so thing. let's do a quick impromptu top three here. Your top Uh-oh. three summer Olympic events are. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with number three, the 400 meters. Okay. Track. Basically, yes. yep. Yes, all the all mine are going to be track, so I'm I'm going all track. Events. Okay, four hundred meters. So what's that? How many times around? One time. Oh, okay. And what's a One normal time. time? What's a normal time for like John Doe, not necessarily a Olympian? Um, fifty-five seconds, I think. Fifty seconds. Okay, well, it would probably take me about three minutes. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm uh-uh. super slow. I'm I run well, about eleven minute miles. I'm going to look up while you do your three, your number three. I'm going to look up what what the world record time is in the 400 meters. Okay, number three. Again, my head is foggy, and I can. I'm sure there are tons of events I'm missing, but I'm going to go with uh, women's beach volleyball. Okay, the two on two. Yeah. Misty May and what's what's the other woman's name that always dominate that trainer. Um, Misty May That's and Misty May Trainer, I think is her name. Oh, um, Kelly Walsh. Maybe. You know why I think I like beach volleyball so much? Because I went to an event once in Chicago. Because they don't wear any clothes. No, because I went to an event once in Chicago. Beach volleyball it was a pre, uh, sort of a pre-round before the Olympics. Oh, cool! And it was so fun the way that they they got you involved with the action, and because not many people attend, you're really close, mm-hmm. and the the participants were very um, engaging with the, you know, us, the people, and it was a lot of fun. So ever since then, I've, I've kind of like, I've kind of enjoyed watching it. Cool. I don't mind yeah, men's I, either. Men's was fine too, but I, I guess I like the women's better and I don't know why I'll, I don't think I'll comment as to why. I don't I, know. <laughs> I just do. I don't think I have a comment as to why. I, I it, that's kind of in the middle for me. I actually prefer the women's indoor volleyball. Like, was it nine on nine that they do? Yeah, yeah. I actually prefer to watch that. Okay, because that's much more strategy and how they do the blocks and the sets and the spikes. It's very, very cool to me. But that doesn't make your top three. Oh no. Okay, so what do you you looked up time for the four hundred meter? Mm-hmm. The world record for men's world record is forty three point zero three seconds. Wow. Okay, that's fast. So I. If you can run probably in the 55s, 55 second range, less than a minute, I'd say you're doing pretty good. I can remember running track in high school and I ran in the uh, mile relay, which is the um, 1500 meter relay and everybody runs 400 meters. Everybody, all four people, each, each of the four run a lap. And I think I was running in the low 50s, like 53, 55. Wow. Speedy. I mean, no, just I can go full speed the entire way because I, I was training to run much longer distances. That's the reason they put me in this event. And I I don't know. Maybe I'm 
way, way, way misremembering that, but I swear I was running in the in the, in the mid or somewhere in the fifties. So wow, which is I mean, which if you consider if in a minute long race somebody is beating me by you know twelve seconds, <laughs> that's they're beating me by like a quarter of a lap of the track. So yeah, it's it's not like it's nowhere close. Like that's one of those things where if you trim from like fifty five to fifty three seconds, it's a significant jump. Well. I'm telling you, I'd be way slower than that. Yeah. I've ran miles. Let's see. what Sprinting was never my strong suit. (laughs) Me either. I was fast enough to run the distances, though, and I could just run full speed the entire time. So what's number two for me? Um, I don't know. I'm probably going to say the 400-meter relay. I like relays because there's that mm-hmm. extra pressure. Is he gonna? Is he yes. or she gonna drop the baton? Yes. Yes. So the 400 meter relay is cool. So is it's, that four people doing it one time around? No, that's four people doing a quarter of the track each. Oh, okay. Well, you don't get it's, much time. No, but, it's the four. It's the four by 100 meter relay is basically what it is. So it's each of them runs 100 meters. So you had got you got your fastest four guys out there. Wow. Okay. I, I can get down with that. I like that a little better than the individual 400. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, for number two for me, I think I'll throw a track one in there. I like to watch the 50-meter the dash. Mm, that's not an event in the Olympics. Well, what is it? What's the, the, the smallest one? The 100 meters. 100 meters. The yes. one that Usain Bolt won so many times. Correct. Yeah, that's the one I like. Yeah, I would say that's They're my number They're so one. fast. Yes, that's that's the big marquee event of the Olympics to me is the hundred meters, the men's hundred meters. I mean, fine with. I actually like the women's relays better because I feel like they're more competitive, and the U.S. actually does pretty good in that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and usually the U.S. women win those, where the U.S. men now have fallen behind, like Jamaica and who is it? They usually use lose to. I think they lost to Canada one year or something like that. But anyway, um, I like the. I will say this: the four by one hundred meter relay that I like is the women. Okay, hundred meters I like the watching the men because I mean it's like watching men's basketball versus women's basketball to me. Even though it's not that women's basketball is much more fundamentally based, and some people like that over the men's basketball, which is more high flying right. athletic. I'm, I'm with men's the high flying athletic, and same way for the hundred meters. The women are way the women in the hundred meters, even at you know any any level, are way faster than me. But I prefer the men because they are they're faster. It's just it's more explosive. It's yeah, more yeah. It's faster, I get it. I get more it. athletic. This is. It. And I guess I don't know what other events am I missing. There's swimming in the summer. Swimming, lots of swimming. Um, pole vault is cool. I it's do awesome like the watch. pole vault. Um, uh, the high jump is cool. Um, any track, I would. I would put any track event above anything else to me. Even the marathon is cool. Even though it's kind of boring to watch, it's impressive that the people can do it. The other thing that I would like that would most people would say, no, no, what are you going there for? It's new to the Olympics, I think, but it was really fun watching the golf last time. But I don't, mm. I don't usually like to watch long events like hockey games. Hockey's great in the winter because of the competition, but it's so yes. long. I like a short event. Then you would really pref- like the hundred meters, yeah. Yeah, and I do like. Yeah. Let's just give. Let's just do pole vaulting because that is insane yeah. to me that people can do that. <laughs> it takes an amazing amount of athleticism and strength to, to to pole vault. It's if you've ever seen anybody like do it in person, even at any level, 
I've seen people at a college level do it, and it is crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I've seen it at college level, and it is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'll say is the swimming is is cool, especially like uh, Katie Ledecky. I like her better than like Michael Phelps. And all oh, those she's so by fast. By a long shot. Yeah. She, she, and she's so humble. She beats everybody by so much. Mm-hmm. It's She dominates more than any swimmer in history to me. It's just how, she does, yep. how much she is beating people by every time. Uh, but, swimming um, to me is amazing because it's one of yeah. those things where I can't do it. So when I see people doing it, it's just extra amazing. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. And don't forget, I should have put number one there. I really like gymnastics. Yeah, that's not on my list at all. Yeah. it's I appreciate what they can do. Like I said before, I don't like to watch it, and I'm not interested in it because of the stupid judging. And I the, know. I get that. They part. changed the rule lately the judging where the numbers are different. And now it's like, doesn't add up. Like the, the coolest thing about it before was somebody get a, getting a 10. That was a big deal. Yeah. And now it's like, they took that away from it. And so I'm, I'm completely out. Yeah. I think it's just my, my background of working with as an athletic trainer for women's yeah. gymnastics that I, I, I know what kind of it take, what it takes and how hard they work. And, and yeah. I'm amazed by their skills. And here's the other thing. We can't talk about that without mentioning what's happened recently with all that and that the USA Gymnastics Absolutely. whole organization is should be in prison, mm-hmm. it sounds like. Yep. And at least some of them, because some of these people knew what was going on with this, and that dude, he cannot go to prison long enough. It, no. That that whole, did you, you see when the, the, the father of a couple of the girls tried to attack him in the courtroom? I hope that hope they give that guy a medal. No, I didn't see that. He, he like, it was a video I saw on Twitter of like, he's sending there addressing the guy at the sentencing, the Larry, what's his face? I mean, Nasser? Matter. Yeah, I forget him. The, uh, the dad was there like reading a statement to him and then he like put it down and like took his glasses off and like runs across the courtroom to try to grab him and like four or five yeah. like, bailiff, bailiffs like tackle him and hold him down. And he, I mean, he gave up once he realized he yeah. wasn't going to get there. But I, I feel like if, as a parent, if it was me, I would want to do that as well yeah. to attack this guy. And I hope that, I hope they don't charge that guy, the father with anything and just let him go. I'm sure the bailiffs did not want to have, want, didn't really want to restrain no. the guy. Mm-mm. They should have, they should have went, oh, oh, wait a minute. I'm distracted for like, just, just, just enough for him to hit him like a couple of times. Cause yeah, but here's the other thing I have to think about that guy's in trouble in prison yeah definitely yes i'll leave it at that he i mean that whole thing for some stuff yeah he is that whole thing is just so awful it's a yeah it's atrocious i can't even i don't even know how to put it into words it's just awful it's terrible it's yeah the trustees at michigan state yeah came out and said we got other things going on rather than this little nasser thing are you freaking Who said kidding that? me? One of the trustees of Michigan State. When they told, yeah. when they asked him about it, he's like, well, we got other issues we're dealing with. We got, like, like basically saying, we got other problems. We ain't got to worry. We ain't got time to worry about that. No, this no. is your life right now. You, yeah. you, you cannot say that. And no. the president saying, well, I'm just being blamed. You got to have a target for this. So I guess you got to blame. So I guess I'll step down after, you know, weeks of saying, no, I'm not going to step down. Get out of here. Yeah, and he said, I'm Get not running. Get out of here. I'm not running from anything, is what he said. Uh, oh, it's, a, it's a woman. Oh, the woman. Uh, yes, who am I thinking of? Oh, the, the athletic director, I think. Yeah, yeah, the athletic director. Yeah, that. Yeah. Ugh. 
that whole thing they, is a mess. They still don't get it. No. They do not get, and the people running USA Gymnastics don't get it either. I'm glad that basically Congress said, we're taking away all your certifications and all your funding and everything to do with this as your organization is done unless everybody in charge, everybody on your board, everybody who has any position of leadership resigns within like 24 hours. You're out. Get out. And they mm-hmm. all have agreed to at least, I think, quit. But just the ridiculousness of what happened with all that, that, that it happened for, what, like 20 years? 30 years. 30 Decades. years. Yeah. I, is unbelievable. And I hope that they do not stop with this investigation until they track down every person who had even a hint of knowing what was going with on, on with this, and they are prosecuted to the fullest extent mm-hmm. of the law because I cannot imagine – I'm not going to imagine how I would feel if that was my kid. Have you have you read Sally Jenkins' article about it? No. Yeah, that when what she writes about and goes in depth as to how the the deceit. I've heard her talk the, about it. She um, was on Tony's show talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I've heard her talking about it. I hadn't. I didn't actually read the article. Oh man, it. Yeah, I can't imagine it. And These people are supposed to protect yes. your kids. Yeah. And certainly at a college level, mm-hmm. you you want to be able to send your kid to college and feel like, okay, the, at least the administration and the people in charge here are going to try to do their best to watch over the kids that, that are basically in their care now, for better or worse. Even though they're adults, they're still, I mean, come on. An 18-year-old is way different from a 40-year-old. In terms yeah. of life experience and what they, you know, what you got, what you can expect of them, and they're going to make mistakes. What you want to do is a controlled environment where their mistakes don't, hopefully, get to the point of where it's, you know, damaging, hurting other people, hurting them, you know, doing something that's going to affect them and chase them or haunt them the rest of their life. You want to try to limit that. And these people went the opposite. They stuck some of the people that they were supposed to be caring for and and much younger kids in with predators it's just i know it, it's unimaginable to me I, I i can't go to the doctor's office and get any kind of checkup without two people being in the room there i know yeah insane yeah insane Woo! that was way too serious for my foggy brain <laughs> what are we talking about <laughs> uh we were talking about the summer olympics, olympics and gymnastics so i mean yeah. i think it need we it was right to bring it up because you can't really think about gymnastics usa women's gymnastics right now without that, which is yeah, it's certainly it's certainly a good thing that the su- Winter Olympics is this year and not the Summer Olympics, and that we're yes. going to have a couple more years to get some distance on this before the Summer Olympics comes up. And I, I'll be honest with you, I still don't think I'll be able to watch any more gymnastics ever again. Yeah, well, I it's going to be tough. But don't you, you know, have a little bit more, um, like you want to see those girls do really good? Yes, do really do. well after you know, knowing exactly what they've been through and to see them address Nasser and some of them just what they said and having the poise and the courage yes, for, for being most of them being young, yes, either teenagers or early twenties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just was it. That's, that's the thing that I hope people get at. Honestly, you're right. I hope that's what people remember from this is how, this this got changed and this happened and this justice was brought about at least for him in some form or fashion. Hopefully, and then hopefully also for people who knew about it or had some kind of way that they could have halted this. Anybody who let him go in a room by himself to do any kind of examination should be prosecuted as well. Mm-hmm. 
anybody who was talked into that. And but, don't call your coaches, call him. And he had the right to come to their hotel rooms at night. Insane. 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 But w- what I was going to say is that I hope what people take out of this eventually is like long term looking down the road is how this came to light because a few of these girls were brave enough to stand up yes. and say, even when their parents sometimes went, oh, I don't, I don't think that's true. I don't true. believe I, you. I think yeah. you're making, or the worst thing, this, and here's the worst people in all, worse than this guy to me in this is if a parent thought what their kid was telling them was possibly true, but did not say anything because they were more concerned about promoting the kid's gymnastics career over protecting their kid or mm. feel like they were living through their kid. Because, you know, stage parents sometimes, I've yeah, seen them in like yeah. Little League and like other things that my kids in soccer, that my kids are involved in, even at a young age when I'm like, are you insane? Yep. If a parent put the safety and well-being and the health of their kid underneath their trying to achieve their own desires by living through their kid, that per- they should also that, that's the worst to me. I hope that that the, that's worse I than what the guy did to me. I hope there's no. I do you know of anything? Do you know that that has happened? Because I hope there's not one example of that. Not for sure, but I have heard stories. I've read Ugh. stories where they said the the girls said I told my parents and they didn't believe me. I I've heard that too, but maybe that they was, just didn't oh. believe them. Hopefully, it's not because they cared yes. more about how they how much but they you succeeded. Know yeah, I know. You I know, know people, especially people who would push and because in order to get to that world-class level not only do you have to have the talent and the skill first off to begin with Mm -hmm. but like i said before you got to start when you're three or four years old yes and then you basically end up living at the gym from Mm -hmm. when you're five or six till you know you're a teenager and then you either make it or you don't with so you know supposedly responsible adults so much time well taking care of you driving you they're taking you everywhere they're taking you you know around the country to all these things i know how much it is and how much i it, it time and involvement it takes to take my kid to, you know, one soccer game a week and no, they don't yeah. even have any practices. Yeah. I can't imagine every day, four or five hours a day after school, you know, at some point the kid becomes homeschooled if they're good enough and they, you know, they're basically training eight hours a day in gymnastics. If they put, I know how people can get with this and I know how people try to live through their kids. Sometimes yeah. people that I know that are, I'm like, you need to chill out on this because you're, you're going overboard. Oh, yeah. Crazy parents so, in the stands. Yeah, It would I know. be more surprising to me if there was a parent who didn't do this than there was a parent who yeah, did Yeah, you're this. probably right. And that drives me crazy. That is the worst yeah. to me. That's worse because who is ultimately the last line of defense for your kid? It's you as the parent. Mm-hmm. And if you, as a, if my kids ever came to me and said, I told you about this and you didn't believe me and now look what happened. Yeah. That, that'd be the end of my life. That would crush me forever because that's the worst if I let my kids down in some way because my job as a parent ultimately is to protect them yep. and, and think help of, them try to learn and get into society and, you know, function and teach them the skills and teach them to be, you know, good, upstanding human beings. But ultimately, I have to protect them first in order to even get to that stuff. So yeah. my job as a dad is to watch, is to protect them from evil in the world. And if at any point I thought, or knew that I had let, I had invited the evil into my house and went and turned the other way because I'm like, well, it's more important to me that they succeed because that's, it has a lot to do with my self-worth and my, you know, identity is based on how well my kid does at something. And I want to be a parent of an Olympic champion. 
if yeah that's it's the worst sickening. Thing. it's sickening yeah so I, I hope they prosecute everybody even though that's not going to change anything hopefully it changes it moving forward so this never never ever happens has yeah. the possibility of happening again that's the that's the best outcome is if everybody who was involved in this goes to prison and everybody who moving forward starts believing their kids more and starts looking at this and going, yeah. oh, maybe I should pay more attention to what's going on in my kid's life. Because I know I certainly am. Yep. And think about that. My kids that. don't go over to, like, neighbor's house yet without, unless I really know them really well. They don't go, like, three doors down, the, you know, three or four houses down to play with a kid without me being there or my wife being there. Just because I you never know smart. until you know people. You never know what goes on with people. No, you don't. And just to, to think, of, it's so sad to think of if one of those parents would have listened to the child, how yeah. many, how soon this could have been stopped instead yeah, of went the, on for 30 years. Insane. Yeah. And the people in the Michigan State, they should just shut the university down, shut the athletics department down until they figure out what's going on with this. Yeah. I mean, did you because see the 30 They've had other 30? issues too. The, with the sexual assaults no. on campus? Uh, uh-uh, but I've I read about how the the basketball and the football team were involved in stuff. Yeah, po- potentially that. Yep. There's other stuff going on there that I mean, the president is now whatever her name is. She is apparently I think she's gone. But she's they need gone, to get yeah. rid of everybody. Yep, including the board of trustees. Yes, everybody yeah. get brand new clean house. Here. Yes. Woo! This segment is running long, so here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't have a top three, but what I like in Winter Olympics. Bobsled, skeleton, and pretty much all the skiing, especially the ski jump. Oh, yeah. That's cool. The ski jump is so cool. And so is the one you were talking about where they, they, whatever it's called, where they go down the mountain really fast, like Lindsey Vaughn's event. I think it's the Super G or the Super G. <laughs> I really think yes. it's the Super G yeah, or the I giant so. slalom or something like that. The downhill. One of those. Yeah, those one are the those. ones that I like. So I do like the Winter Olympics. Yeah, Actually, cool. I think I like it. A lot. I don't know that I could say I like it more than the Summer Olympics because I really watch neither of them that much. There you go. I, I really don't watch either one of them, but I definitely follow the track and field and some of the swimming in the Summer Olympics. All right. So do we have any feedback to lighten this up before we end this thing this week? Yeah, let's go through some feedback. Since uh, we're playing hurt, you know, we're just going to kind of cram everything together. Yeah. So let's start out. We'll go to Twitter and we'll start out with Robert Colpine, our swag master. Mm-hmm. Speaking of tangents, thanks for the mindless distractions your pod has afforded me these last few weeks. Let's talk new swag soon. Sure. And the reason I think he specifically mentions mindless distraction over the last couple of weeks is because mm-hmm. I think he very recently lost his mother. And so we're sorry, okay. Robert, for your loss. We're thinking of you and your family uh, during this time. And we're glad that our nonsense helped distract you a little bit. Totally. totally. Um, yeah. And let's, let's talk new swag soon. Yes. What, what what new swag would you like to see? I think it'd be fun to have. A, it's always fun to have a coffee mug, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe even like a hoodie. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I'd go hoodie, but that would be awesome. Yeah. I, I would like, you know, even like any kind of, like a t-shirt would be cool. Yeah, t-shirt. Maybe yep. work that out. Yeah. Um, so definitely we, we need to get back to that. Um, yes. And Al Pool at Al Pool 33 had this to say about last week's episode. This episode of SOT this episode of SOT was out there. 
I thought I was taking crazy pills. Well, <laughs> you're not the only one, Al. And he says, Pe- us, I think, taking the crazy pills. Yeah, peaches are delicious and not trouble to eat without cutting. The pit is not a surprise. The restaurant in 90210 was named after it. Oh, yeah, the peach pit. The peach pit. And a joy of eating cherries is spitting out the pit. So he doesn't mind spitting out the pit. I thought that restaurant was named because, you know, like peach, like it was something where you, if you threw a bunch of peaches in the hole in, in the ground, it would be a peach pit. Yeah, I thought it meant it was a, you know, a, a pit like a of dive, a restaurant. Dive a dive, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also about last week's episode, Dr. Garrett Schumann at G-A-R-R-T Mm-hmm. Um, there was a moment in today's episode that was like a modern day who's on first routine. <laughs> I think I know what he's talking about. Um, do you want to take the first line here? Oh, okay. Well, we pulled it up here. Let's see. Uh, what flavor is a raspberry? Raspberry. But what does raspberry taste like? Raspberry. And end then scene. Ha- end scene. Hashtag classic. Hashtag nonsense. <laughs> I mean, it tastes nonsense. like raspberry. Yeah. And then on peaches, Brad Weiss called you out on peaches. And then mm-hmm. not long afterwards, Sean Morrissey did too. Essentially, they had the same tweet, but I'm, I'm going to read yes. them both here. Brad Weiss at one Brad Weiss. The Georgia Chamber of Commerce called. They've requested that Jason move back to Tennessee until he eats a peach. Do you know <laughs> where you live? And then Sean Morrissey at Sean underscore Morrissey. You live in a state where the peach is the most iconic symbol and you've never actually consumed one. <laughs> I feel like somebody backed me up on this, though, a little bit. Read the next one. Tom Hackett at Clemson Hackett. And I don't think we've heard from Tom Hackett before. Um, and he, I like Tom. I, I do, too. I think he made a good point here. Tom ha- yes, he Hackett. Random fact, California and South Carolina produce more peaches than Georgia. Which I did not know. Yeah, yes, eat the peach. I didn't know uh, California, but I did know South Carolina. I didn't. I thought it was Georgia. Yeah, have you ever been to, um, what's the name of that town in South Carolina where they have the giant peach? It's like a water tower, but it's painted and shaped like a giant peach up on a stand. No, I haven't. It's enormous. It's right on the side of the highway. I haven't spent enough time in South Carolina. I'd really like to go golfing down there. Well, mm, No? I was... (laughs) It's not it's not one of my favorite places to visit, to be honest. Well, let's see. What what does Stat Young Man have to say about that? Yeah. What do my parents probably have to say about yeah. that? Um so Brad White South Carolina oh, South Carolina is basically Charleston and then where my parents live, which is right outside of Augusta, right on the other side of the state line from Georgia. And Yes, well that's I'd like to go to Augusta. Much it. Pretty much it. Yeah, Augusta and Charleston are the two places in South Carolina that I like to visit. The rest of it is sort of like everything south of Macon in Georgia, which is a whole lot of like open land, nothing, not very, you know, um, how can I say this? Not very nice to look at, really. It's just kind of meh. So it's like the middle of North Dakota? Sort of. I know what you mean. But uh, isn't Augusta in Georgia? Yes, but it's right on the state line. Oh, it's on the border. Okay. Of of Georgia and South Carolina. So like half of Georgia, half of Augusta, part of Augusta, I think they call it like North Augusta or something like that. Okay. Is in South Carolina. So it like splits it right down the middle. Well, I'd like to certainly visit Augusta in April, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, I certainly don't think I could ever play Iron Augusta. My shirt. Make my sandwich. Yeah, I don't think I can never play Augusta, right? It still, still don't allow women in, do they? No, I'm pretty sure they do now. Okay. I thought, I, surely they do now. Come on, really? Well, well it's just, it, 
let's be honest, it isn't about the gender. It's about the money that it costs. I would never be able to go there. Yeah, I Uh, can't afford it. That's the problem. And Brad, Brad Weiss also called me out. So I have to make sure we read this. But first Mm -hmm. he talked about freestone peaches, freestone peaches, people, freestone peaches, which I have no idea what that is. It must be a brand or a type of freestone or peach. I don't really know. Mm -hmm. Do you also askew chicken because, you know, bones and stuff? So much work. This from a person well, who only eat an Oreo after splitting it open and eating the middle. High maintenance is right. <laughs> well, I will I will say I much prefer like chicken tenders or boneless nuggets than chicken with bones in it. Yeah, I think I responded to him that we buy boneless chicken breasts mostly. So yeah, I guess so. so. <laughs> and I also did say that I have gone to a, every other Oreo technique. Mm. I open, like he's describing... One and then I eat the whole the thing whole after the mm-hmm. second one, and that came after the mystery flavor fruity pebble, more Oreo. Mm-hmm. I could not stand eating it, my normal technique, because but it was you, so disgusting. So, but you still ate them. I did. I finished the whole package. Which you know, you is can't you can't me. go to waste. But if you eat it with oh, the yes, cookie, if you eat it with the cookie, it, you get more chocolate in there, so it's a little bit is, more palatable. Yeah, that is infathomable to me. I just can't. <laughs> I know it was pretty dumb. At least it, it took me several days. And I will say, with this sickness, I have mm. I've got two because of the whole thirty being over. We have two packages of Oreos, Oreo mm. double stuff, and Oreo mint that I haven't really been able to touch because I've had no desire for it. Now that, you know you're sick when. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I ate cupcakes this past week because of somebody's birthday and uh, Jason's wife got cupcakes for them and we took them to them. I I ate like two of them. I can't taste sugar yet. Yeah, well, if you can't taste it. Ever since I've had the flu, it's like I drank a Coke and it was like drinking carbonated water. Yeah, not worth it. It was so... Very disappointing. That's I was too bad. Crushed. See, that's I, why we're just waiting on the Oreos because we eat yeah. them now. We're just wasting them. Yeah, this is the time for me to ca- try that the fruity pebbles. That is literally categories. Yeah. This is the time. Okay, Smitty Scoop sent us a clarification at Smitty Scoop. Mm-hmm. A pound of feathers, because we talked about what weighs more, a pound of feathers or a pound of gold. Mm-hmm. A pound of feathers weighs more than a pound of gold. The Troy weight system is used for precious metals and gemstones. One Troy pound is 5,760 grains versus 7,000 grains in a standard avoir du poids pound mm-hmm. used to weigh feathers. There he we go. Correct. Yeah. Um, I didn't, didn't know that. I mean, I, gu- I guess I, I didn't know all those particulars. But I knew that they weren't the same weight. Mm-hmm. And this is sort of a random one from our stat, young stat man at Luke Overby. So um, before I read the tweet, have you seen the preview or the poster of that movie Skyscraper with The Rock? Uh, with him jumping off the building or whatever? Yeah. Or, or jumping like from a helicopter to a building? Or a helicopter like or a crane, something high in the air. And he's trying to, he's good. Yes, I've seen it. It depicts him in midair, almost going to jump into a window of a skyscraper. Yeah, it looks ridiculous. So uh, Young Statman retweeted a tweet from um, someone named James Smith, Smythe Smith, and he kind of... James Sinjin Smythe? I don't know who he is. S-M-Y-T-H. Do you know who James, you know where that name comes no. from? No, I don't. Okay. Should I? I will leave it to you to figure out. Okay. So he um, tweeted the picture of this 
poster, and he said, I've mocked up some parabolas for the rock's skyscraper jump. Mm-hmm. And so he put in, um, I think, three colors, red, green, and yellow, and kind of tracked where the rock would land. Nice. So he said, red is assuming he jumped up a bit first. Green is assuming he ran forward and somehow didn't lose momentum. And yellow for a sort of squat thrust thing. Whichever you choose, rest in peace, The Rock, as you are dead now. Yeah, there's no way he's making that No, he's not the making jump. the jump. So Luke quoted that and then tweeted to us, "Looks, this looks like a movie Jason would like. Mrs. Maisel, too unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's taking a shot at you there um, because you would like a movie like this, don't you think? Um, no. No, you. I never saw that San Andreas that Iraq was in, and I, I'm not going to see like Rampage, that it's coming up or is just recently released. And I'm not seeing this either. Uh, okay. The Rock is better to me when he's added on to something else that's already there, like Fast and Furious. The Rock is better to me in Ballers. I sort of like that series, but it just kind of, eh, it's too much. It's rock fallen off now. It's not as good as it was, but I still like it. Okay. Um. Two potential pronunciations have come into play here. Askew okay. from Brad's tweet, or is it a shoe? Askew. Okay, I said it right I've never then. heard anybody say shoe. Okay, and maybe parabola. If, maybe, if from, maybe, if maybe if you're from England and you say like schedule. 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 Which is also wrong. But I like it though. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I have Siri... I have Siri speaking to me in British. I have her set as British. I love it. I it makes my day. I have Siri turned off. Well, I don't. I, I, I found over the last month or so that Siri does more for me than I knew about. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't usually use her to set a timer, but now she sets me a timer and she says, okay, I've set a timer for you. It's really great. I love I thought you said you changed her to British. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, Any more feedback? Yes. On the on my snow sword. On my snow story. Snowstorm story. Snow storm. sword. Adam, that sounds like a movie that the rock would start. <laughs> snow in. sword, yeah. So snow snow. Adam, I can't even say it. <laughs> Adam Benson at Benson underscore the comic. Listening to Speaking of Tangents, and I'm expecting KJ to say, after we parked the car, we bellied up the bar, up to the bar and ordered a sarsaparilla. <laughs> it did sound like you were in that old west. <laughs> yes, it did. Now, there's another pronunciation word. Is it sarsaparilla? Play a tune on that piana. What? Oh, play a tune on the piana. Um, is it sarsaparilla or sarsaparilla? Sarsaparilla. That's how I say it, sarsaparilla. But I have heard people say sarsaparilla. They would be wrong too. Okay, so it's sarsaparilla, right? Sarsaparilla, yeah. Okay. I've never heard sarsaparilla. Well, Sars, there's an R like in a there. Disease? Sars is yes. Yeah, but it's sarsaparilla. Yeah, that's how I say it. Although I don't know if I or, said it that or way earlier. Sasparilla, if you yeah, were, you know, right. <laughs> from Spain. Well, you'd think so, like Napoleon Dynamite, quesadilla, not quesadilla. Yeah. An armadillo. Armadillo, yep. Mm-hmm. John Fitzpatrick also, he he um, did a Twitter poll, which polls Ooh. are fun, aren't they? At Fitzjohn P says, so speaking of tangent fans, what did you make of KJ's snow story? Oh, I didn't see this one. Yeah, it was a heartwarming tale. The choices were heartwarming tale or excuse for leaving the car at the bar. <laughs> and the results are in. But what would you choose? Um, 
probably excuse for leaving car at the bar. Well, you would be in the majority then. 60% said that. 40% said heartwarming tale. Um, For me, (laughs) it was a heartwarming tale. I didn't go into the bar. I only went into the bar to, if you recall, the bar was closed. But they were people. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah. The bar was so they so the the like saloon part of it was the open, saloon. But they weren't they were not serving beverages. Correct. Uh, okay. It was a Monday, so I don't think they're open at all on Mondays. But they were all there, I think, because of the snowstorm and getting ready to plow. So I got oh. lucky. It was really more a tale of um, fortuitous Samaritanism. <laughs> okay. Um. I can't believe we've talked this entire episode and we even mentioned the Super Bowl and we didn't talk about your boy. Yeah, I just don't have the energy to talk about that right now. We'll have to get to it at some point, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm willing to let it go. I'm willing to let it go. But I will say that I think, I don't think it was great. I don't think it was awful. And I think he's being unfairly criticized, whether it's his own doing or not. I, I think he was set, he set himself up maybe with his releasing his album mm-hmm. i think that whole promotional promotional stuff, stuff hurt his album release yes. because people were expecting something that they did not get and if he would have just released it there are many different song types on that album and i think people were expecting country or mm-hmm. so i think that americana type yeah stuff. and it's just the worst review he's had and i don't really think i think there were about 6 good songs on that album and hmm. and then the rest and the spoken word stuff, as we've talked about, is awful. We have to talk about this at some point in more detail. The yeah. Spoken word stuff. But I think that people were already expecting it. They were already coming at him because of the promo. And then they yeah. were already after the hologram thing was leaked. Yeah. Then they were already they were ready to pounce on it. And oh, if, yeah. so anyway, I thought it was good. And I think it's really, really difficult for any oh, yes. artist to do a halftime show. And I don't think people appreciate totally. as much as they should how much work goes into that. So no. I think it was good. It's, it, 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 we're already, I think everybody was already assuming, uh, trying to compare it to Prince. And you can't compare it to Prince's. Prince's will always be, for most people, the number one. Yes. JT even said Prince was number one for him. Mm-hmm. But I agree with everything you're saying. I, the way that the reason I said I didn't think it was very good is because you can't just be okay or fine or average in a Super Bowl halftime performance. You're expected to do more and you need to go over the top and really blow it out. And I think he made the mistake of approaching it like, I'm just going to get up here and sing and, and walk around and that's going to be enough. And mm, for most people, that is not going to be enough. Right. So, well, that's what I mean. I, people I are expecting it's not, too it's not high. Fair. No, it's not fair, but. Yes, the bar is way high on those, especially when you're in Minneapolis, you know, after Prince, you know, passed away and all that yeah. stuff. It's it's too I don't know anybody who could have handled it really. Um, but just being okay or good is not good enough in that case for the majority of people and right. fair and it's not fair, but that's the way it is. When you accept this kind of gig, this kind of deal, you should know that going in and it should have been explained to him by someone, I feel like he's being let down by his PR and management team and his agents. And I think possibly some of his album was Jessica Beald, yeah. and not in a good way. And at some yeah. point, when we're both recovered, 
yeah. we need to have a segment on reviewing because I actually need to go and listen to the whole thing. I've heard some of it, but not all of it. I need to go listen to the whole thing and we'll do an album review because I want to talk about some of it and I feel like we can kind of meet in the middle on good and bad. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, like I right. said, there are five or six good songs and then there are a few yeah. songs where they're catchy and you know they're really not great, but you still like them. Kind of like, I don't know, like Mbop from the Hanson. Hanson. Oh, no. You know how that's <laughs> you... stuck in your head? And you don't, you know <laughs> you, you it's a bad song. Him. You know it's you a have bad song. Him. <laughs> You but, just compared his songs to Umba. No, I mean, there's a few in there that are like that, that you know are like, okay, this is kind of cheesy, but it's still catchy, and I kind of like it. Oh, no. But, oh. so there's about eight <laughs> songs on that album that I think are okay. And there's 16 total okay. songs. So it's me. I who mean, would he, put 16 songs on an album? Yeah, That's who insane. who would? Who would make That's a long album? That's way too many. Nobody yes. would make a good yes. album with 16 songs. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I think that and I think also people are still mad that he got the Super Bowl and um, Janet Jackson didn't. And Janet Jackson should have been there. She should have been there and they should have. He should have asked her. And I got the impression that she was not invited. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know, there's so much stuff behind the scenes that we don't know. And the thing that bothered me the most about the Super Bowl performance was not Prince's thing um, as much as it was when he did the same song that Janet and he were doing when, um, I think it's rock. Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. The same song. And then he stopped one line before the line is, I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song. And that's how they ended it. And then he moved her clothing and we know what happens. Yes. He did that same song, but he stopped one line early and then he kind of did a pause, like, you know, uh, wink, wink. Um, we know what happened here, and I don't yeah. know. I think it was a bad choice. That that bothered me the most. Bad choice. Yeah, there's a lot of bad decisions. He went the wrong way on a lot of things in the past month or two. Yeah, he a did. A lot of bad choices. And all that decisions. stuff unfairly has piled up. up on him. Um, he's getting crushed for the Super Bowl, and I just think it's really hard. I think it's if you're going to continue to. Well, so some of it is some of it is unfair, and some of it is. He should have made right. better decisions. He should have. He should have. And he set himself up for it. But yes, I just did. think in this day and age with social media and Twitter, Twitter is so cruel. And, oh, yes. And, people, uh, are, people are looking to tear stuff down more right. than they are. They were to looking to tear him down like, yeah. before yeah. it even started. Totally. So, yeah. and, and he was fine. But, but I will in, say that. Fine the, in 2018 at a Super Bowl halftime show is going to get you destroyed on Twitter. It is. Right, but people uh, on, are going to start on, not wanting to take the Super Bowl because of the pressure. I mean, <laughs> yes. can't we just have a good performance and just, isn't that enough? It's I not. Feel like, I feel like he should have, I mean, I feel like the best stuff he did in that was with the band, when he had the band out there yeah. with him. Yeah, and, they ha- and he should, brought a marching band. He brought a marching band up there. Yeah, I thought okay he too. did, I thought, I would say more than fine. I I would say it was good, but not nothing Nothing great. Nothing Those like that. outfits wow. he had on. Um, oh, yeah. The outfits were terrible. Yes. <laughs> but you got to give him props. He tried to do something that hasn't been done before with the purple lining, lighting up the city outside, the purple in shape of prints. I thought that was a that was cool. cool, classy thing. Yes. That was cool. If they would have just done that, and I, I'm going to still go back to it, they should have just played the entire Prince halftime Super Bowl on a giant screen in the middle of the field. Right. So someone like you, who's a huge Prince fan and, and thinks Prince is number one Super Bowl show ever, you were already thinking that it wasn't going to be as good. So you went in thinking this is going to be awful because nothing can top Prince. I'd rather see a Prince. Perf- I'd rather just see the performance of Prince. 
Uh, yeah, but I thought it, I didn't think it was going to be awful. I thought it was he was going to do good, and I was not going to care for it because right. honestly, I knew or recognized like one out of the what eight songs he did. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, I I actually know his music. Yeah, yeah. So here's, anyway, it was fine. Here's the other thing. It was good. <laughs> it also, it also made me look negatively on it when I saw sponsored by Pepsi at the beginning oh, yeah. of it. Uh huh. I know. And we at some point need to get into what Pepsi is now doing with the Lady Doritos. Yes. Well, that was something we were going to talk about today, but we're, you know, we're both. Pressed for time. Yeah. And, and I don't. Lady Doritos. Lady Doritos. It's offensive to me that they call it Lady Doritos. It's ridiculous. It's, we do need to get into that. We'll get into that. And yeah, the other gonna, thing. Maybe next episode we'll do a Justin Timberlake album review and we'll do update on marketing that we hate. Yeah. Which is pretty much all of it. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say was the best commercial I saw by far was Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, yeah, the dirty dancing. Yeah. You know, the lift. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. All right. Um, a little announcement. We are now yes. on iHeartRadio. Sweet. Sweet. And Ro- Jenny Robbins, Robbins underscore Jenny, is pumped because she said now that she can just ask Alaska, Alexa to play us. <laughs> Alaska. 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 <laughs> That was kind of a fun commercial, too, where Alexa got a sore throat and uh, celebrities were coming in to to um, pretend to be Alexa. I thought that was kind I'll of be, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really watch many of the commercials. Well, um, that's a kind of a good I only watched like half the game. I watched like the I saw like the trick play. I saw like the last Eagles drive of the second half when they did the trick play to score the touchdown. That and was I watched great. halftime and then I watched the rest. I watched the third and fourth quarters. But I was kind of tuning out on. And typing stuff on Twitter during the commercials. So, well, as you know, I watched the entire thing lying on the floor, feverish. Yes. But yes. I, I was on Twitter too, and I don't remember all the stuff I said on Twitter. But <laughs> it was about JT. Yes, it was. I'm going to attribute <laughs> all that to your fever. Well, actually, no. I stand by <laughs> by what I what I tweeted about. I thought it was the the criticism of him was a little harsh. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. But that's 2018. That's, that's yeah. the way it is now. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, and I think Tony made a, he said something on his show about that and saying that it, it just, who's, they don't, they're running out of people to ask for this thing. Who's going, nobody can, nobody can do it because of all the, what's expected of them. I don't even see why they even have it anymore. I know. They should just get rid of it. Oh, and then he said, well, you and I should do it, which made me laugh. <laughs> it's just hilarious. <laughs> that, if, if you want to see Twitter blow up in a negative way, <laughs> yeah, put me, put me up there at least. Not you. I mean, I think you would rock it, but me, nah. <laughs> well, see, I might be able to get away with it because people are like, who in the heck is this? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and thanks to Al Poole. Al Poole, he, he told us that he was the one that gave us the iTunes rating. Awesome. And he said something about he did it in the app and that didn't allow him to leave a review, which oh, is interesting. Appreciate it. Yeah, we That's yes, great. we definitely do. Thank you, Al. And I think I think we better wrap it up here. Yeah, we're we're in a rambling segment of yeah. me recovering from sickness and you still being sick. Yes. And this was one big segment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait till you see what we have in store next week. It should be a fun one. Yeah, I'm I don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anything else for today? No, that'll All do right. it. All right, bye. Bye.
Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Costume design by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. And speaking of good being up, if you're not watching The Good Place on NBC, holy shirt balls, you are missing out. Don't be a network TV snob like I was and just watch it already. You'll forking love it. Ha! Snuck a recommendation in there too. Boom! Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.